welcome back, Tombstoners, to another exciting episode of My Own Horror. This week we are Chrysalis. It's just Josh and Miles rocking the mics this week. What's up, buddy? Hello, how are we? We are good. And we are talking horror video games today. Yeah. Without yeah. Chris, we don't really want to cover... We were going to cover, like, a classic staple in the horror genre. Chris is sick. We can't really do it without him. So this is a Seat of Our Pants episode. I'm eight beers deep. I don't know how Josh is feeling, <laughs> but I'm feeling great. This is going to be a good episode. <laughs> I drank a giant Corona. It was, like, 30 ounces, so <laughs> I'm feeling it. <laughs> yo, yo, booze an episode of High on Horror. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. I'm also going to drink two more during this, so we're going to be ten beers deep miles <laughs> by the end of this. Yep. It's an exciting episode. We don't have anything spooky to talk about this week, but Miles says he has a very embarrassing story he'd like to tell the fans. Yep, this shit just happened. So this is my spooky thing, I guess. So I was at this pool party, in the pool with a bunch of my friends. And I look over, and this girl walks in, and she like has this conversation with the birthday boy... They're going back and forth a little bit. She's gorgeous. She's got an hourglass figure, and she's skinny, and she's in a band, and she's goddamn gorgeous, absurd. She's heavy up top, heavy at the bottom. Oh, my God, so beautiful. And uh, there's this <laughs> dude sitting behind us who's middle-aged. Apparently, he's like a pastor or something. This woman walks away to go get her bathing suit, and I grab my buddy, and I was like, who is this woman, and why are, am I not speaking to her? Like, you got to help me. And the guy behind me goes, that's my daughter. And uh, the entire pool fucking fell out laughing. And I looked at him and went, your your daughter is absolutely beautiful. And he goes, thanks. And I was like, what's her name? He goes, don't fucking worry about it. And he got up and walked away. <laughs> so out of respect for him, I avoided her, even though it was very hard to do that because she was so goddamn beautiful. Fuck that. Should have doubled down. <laughs> I just didn't want to be disrespectful. She was beautiful. But also, I will never see her again after today. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> Wasn't meant to be this time. Just gonna bury myself here right now. Uh, we're talking about video games. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about horror video games. We've had a lot of horror video games in the, in the, our lifetime. And we've had some actually really decent ones. So I'm excited to talk about this. Me too. It was a good seat of the pants topic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Miles, why don't you kick us off? What do you got? One of my all-time favorite horror video games is really more of an action video game with a horror theme, and that is Fear 3, F-E-A-R. Let me look up what the F-E-A-R stands for. Um, really good game, a lot, uh, lot of horror elements, but it's also a first-person shooter. First Encounter Assault Recon, Fear. So the premise of these games is that you're like some chosen warrior who is like fighting off the government's like evil ghosts that they lose track of and she's trying to bring about the apocalypse so you're like shooting clone warriors but also trying to like capture and overcome this like witch lady by the third one it's pretty clear that like all the bad guy from the first couple games he's like equal to you it's an amazing co-op designed for two people to play on the same screen it's amazing and uh, you're trying to, if you're one guy, you're trying to bring about the end of the world, and if you're the other guy, you're trying to prevent it. And 
it's amazing. You can slow down time. The bad guy that you can play, he can like just possess random other bad guys and like you just turn and start fucking lighting up your friends and stuff. It's an incredible game. Have you ever played it, Josh? I haven't played it. I remember them coming out. Lots of fire in the commercials. Fire indeed, yeah. It's definitely a fire heavy game. Uh there's a scene in the third one where there are zombies and uh it's in like a TV store, like an electronics store, and the bad guys like the zombies like create this maze out of like TVs and shit that are all just playing like static. So you have to like make your way through this fucking maze, but also there's zombies that randomly jump out from behind the TVs. It's so crazy. It's such a good game, and uh, I recommend any. It got terrible reviews, and I don't understand why because it's legit one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, I remember the third one being a big deal. I played it for a minute at my buddy's house once, and I was like, "Oh, this seems pretty cool." It was the last one they released, so it didn't do so hot. Yeah, I mean they haven't rebooted it, so that's always a sign. <laughs> I went to do an episode of the Disc Dump where I did research on it, and it's like a 30-game franchise for a game that only has, like, three canonical levels, like, three canonical games. There's all these, like, in- little independent ones in between, like, the early days of MMO, where some of the fear games where it's, like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Objective-based, like, your group is trying to do this, the other group is trying to keep you from doing it. There's all kinds of games like that in between, but Fear 3 is by far the best one. I have the, first, like, Fear 1, 2, and 3, and 1 and 2 didn't really grab me the way that 3 did. 3 is just amazing, especially if you have a friend over and you want to do some co-op. It is not beatable in one sitting, though. Like, you really just can't, even if you have your friend with you. It's, it's a multiple-sitting situation, but it's, oh my god, that game is so freaking good. <laughs> Hell yeah! What you got? Uh, my first game is a game I loved as a kid that I am always excited to show people if they've never heard of it. And it's called Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It is such a fun game. You you. It's also a co-op game. It's like a top-down uh, game where you are either a little boy that has 3D glasses on, or you're a girl. I'm Zeke and Julie, and you have to go around the level rescuing your neighbors before they get eaten by zombies or monsters or all sorts of other things. And uh, every level is like based off a movie. Like some levels you're in a mall, and other levels you're in like a like Dracula's castle and stuff like that. Like there's monsters and zombies and and werewolves and vampires and. You can find, like, potions that turn you into a monster for a little while, so you're, like, indestructible and stuff like that. It's really cool. Your main weapon is a squirt gun. I was going to say, is that the one where a squirt gun's your main shtick? But apparently yeah. so. You get, like, soda can grenades and bazookas and stuff like that. It's really, really cool. The soundtrack is amazing. I'll probably throw some of that in there. Yeah, definitely recommend. It was a, it was a uh, Konami game done by LucasArts, so I mean, that's those Whoa. two together is, is perfect. What, what, and, gen, what like general age did this come out? I remember playing it on like the like one of the old Nintendos. Yeah, this is Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. This came out in '93. I was there was a, there was a sequel as well, but it wasn't called Zombies Eat My Neighbors Two. It was called something else. I can't remember what it was called. Plants vs. Zombies. The sequel is called Ghoul Patrol. Never heard. Which of Which I one. think you can get uh, you can get them together right now on like uh 
Xbox One and PS4 and the Switch, you can download them together. They, like, remastered them. Ooh, cool. Yeah, so, it's yeah. a classic game. We uh, When we went to a horror convention the first time we met in person, there was a guy from a podcast who you knew them, like, you knew his podcast and stuff. And yeah, Horror had... Movie Night. Shout out oh. to Horror Movie Night Podcast. Horror Movie Night Podcast. We'll tag you in this one. Um, we went by their little stand, and they had just, like, an old school TV with Zombie Ate My Neighbors. Like, yeah, you could, you could play it on the Super Nintendo, yeah, just to, to get the conversation started. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good good ploy to get people to come to your stand. Very cool. Miles got a Critters t-shirt. <laughs> and it was dope as shit. It still is dope as shit. I'm just a little too fat for it. <laughs> well, what do you got next, buddy? I mean, I have quite the list that I sent you. Um, how about Shadows of the Damned? Have you ever played that one? Shadows of the Damned, no. I feel like I remember the cover. Shadows of the Damned is the most Miles game that has ever existed. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember this cover. Yes, the whole thing is that you're, I, I don't remember any of the characters' names, but you're some dude that goes into hell, like Dante's Inferno style, and you're trying to kill the king of hell to save your <laughs> girlfriend. And, uh, as you have guns and stuff, and your guns are all demonic weapons, so you start off with a pistol named Boner. <laughs> and everything is like phallic themed the whole game like the everything is dicks like the whole game is dicks and boobies and it's fantastic all the guns are themed after dicks but the like actual gameplay of it is really smooth and the I, I don't really remember the premise other than that there's a bunch of demons they steal your girlfriend and you're trying to stop them you're riding a motorcycle and shit and uh, it's it's not an easy game at all but it's really smooth and it's really funny and it's a travesty that there was never a sequel to it because this game was so fun and uh, I've beaten it several times like the one boss is a giant minotaur but you have to like backslide under him and shoot him in the nuts in order to like fucking kill him and stuff it's so fucking fun and uh, yeah it's, it's worth it I don't know if they even ported it from the Xbox 360 but that was how I had played it yeah, just looking at the cover, there were a lot of games of the time that were like this, where it was like, just throw a bunch of ridiculous shit in, and it, it, it maybe it'll make sense. It's like the same era as the last Duke Nukem game that came out, like the, yeah. the resurgence <laughs> yeah. of immature 30-year-olds. <laughs> I never played it, though. There's a, there's a ton of horror games like this that I always remember seeing and just for some reason I never played it was like in that weird in between time where like video stores stopped being a thing but Redbox didn't carry video games yet mm -hmm. so you just had no way to you had to buy a game if you wanted to play it basically yeah yeah it's it was a weird phase for sure that Xbox 360 transition from like PS2 quality to new HD quality was also like the death of Blockbuster. So it's like there really is like a phase in there of games that just either you played it or you didn't. There were kids that would go to Blockbuster every weekend and just pick random things. You used to be able to rent Skyrim for yeah. the <laughs> Xbox 360. Like who can beat that in a weekend? The answer is there's no humanly way to do it. So yeah, so this is uh, this is during that period of time for sure, where it's like slightly better than PS2 graphics, but also not HD, 
and it has that like Resident Evil 4 like aiming system where your body takes up three quarters of the screen, but then you get to like aim your little laser sight beyond that. You can like hold your charge and shoot skulls and shit. <laughs> that game it's pretty rewarding to play. It's not long, and uh, I recommend highly Shadows of the Damned. Hell yeah, it's but a cool you... title. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my next game is Splatterhouse. I've never played this game. Which is an amazing name for a horror video game. Especially for what it is. Uh, this is back on the uh, like Super Nintendo. Even earlier. I think it was like originally was an arcade port. But it was like you are a college student and your girlfriend gets kidnapped in this mansion. And you have to put on this... I think you'd get killed, and you get resurrected by the Terror Mask. Which is basically just Jason Voorhees' hockey mask. And it brings you back to life, and you become Jason, and you just fight hordes of monsters. And, like, demons and shit, and it's amazing. And the the TurboGrafx-16 port had a fake parental advisory sticker on it. That read, The horrifying themes of this game may be inappropriate for young children. Dot, dot, dot. And cowards. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome. They made a, they like there was like three or four of them back in the day. And then they remade it for the three sixty PS three era. And it was just not super great. The it was kind of like uh I don't know, it was just wonky. I'm trying to think of games that it's like similar to. Probably like lollipop chainsaw yeah it's kind of that style of a game mad world for the wii yeah (laughs) but the concept is really cool and it's very dark and there's lots of demons and stuff so it's always fun i remember playing the original one at my friend's house when i was a little kid and you're on like on top of an elevator and monsters just keep dropping down onto it and you're just beating them to death with a two by four (laughs) (laughs) And, like, blood shooting everywhere. It's fantastic. This is one of those games I've heard about for years but never played. Yeah. It seems like it's cool. Is the <laughs> gameplay, like, fun or is it just, like, a cool concept? Yeah, it's like a beat-em-up, kind of. But, like, it's kind of kind of like Castlevania. Almost okay. that style. Like a but side-scroller? Side-scroller, that... yeah. Yeah. But you're just grabbing monsters and beating their heads in. <laughs> Ninja Turtle style. Yeah, basically Ninja Turtle style, yeah. What's your next one, pal? So why don't we talk about Charlie Murder? You ever played Charlie Murder? No, I don't know what Charlie Murder is. Charlie Murder is very much like Castle Crashers, except you're in a punk rock band. And this (laughs) punk rock band basically uh, signs a deal with the devil because I don't remember why, but you're fighting all the demons of hell. And every level ends with this big demon fight. And uh, it's horror-themed 100%. Like, your health potions are different types of beer. And um, everyone is a different member of the band. So, like, the big thug guy, he's the drummer. And there's a girl who's the bassist. And there's a dude who's, like, the lead guitarist. And then Charlie Murder is the lead singer. And each of them has super moves related to their instruments and stuff. And, you're like, every level ends with these horrifying monsters it's all hand-drawn the whole game is hand-drawn and um by the end of it you're like fighting the devil and stuff 
and in between there the levels are all crazy like there's a level where you like fight your way through the park and at the end you eat some kind of drug that's a hallucinogen and then you have to go back the other direction and fight your way out and it turns out you were hallucinating the whole time and just massacred everybody in the park <laughs> it's fucking crazy <laughs> and like the there's like a halloween themed one where everyone is wearing like uh fucking Jason Voorhees masks and Michael Myers masks and like Freddy hats and shit and you're fighting through all these random bad guys and like the one Jason looking dude picks up a, a character that you've just killed like a bunch of mini bosses that look just like him and he rips their face off and he throws it and it sticks to one of the characters faces and stuff it's so brutal every moment of this game is brutal and there's like every level ends with like a rumble with your friends where you have to like fight each other to the death and stuff it's such a good time and it's one of those games that only came out for the arcade for Xbox 360 and I am fucking dying for a port because I will spend top dollar on that. I will spend $60 to have Charlie Murder in my possession. <laughs> so I'm hoping that someday we will get the upgraded version of that. Yeah, you hear that, developers? Miles wants an update. Make it happen. For real, though, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I would fucking pay top dollar for that game because there's, like, a way that you can beat it after you've beaten the game you go back and you collect all the collectibles and then once you have all of them you go into this movie theater where you t fight two demons one's black and white and the other one's in color and when you kill them it unlocks new characters like all the same characters you have except for ice themed but on top of that you unlock like a black and white version of the game so like it's super rewarding to just grind the fuck out of this game and then you get more characters and then you grind and grind and grind and it never really gets old it just is consistently such a solid game. Charlie Murder. Hell yeah. I'd be down to play it. I love Castle Crashers. Well, since they took down the Xbox 360 store, that's dead now. You can no <laughs> longer access the things you bought on the arcade. So there's so no more Charlie Murder. There's no more Castle Crashers. It's all fucking gone. It's a goddamn shame. Limbo? Y'all remember Limbo? Limbo's the <laughs> shit. It's gone. Well, I guess it's not gone. You can get... Castle Crashers and Limbo again. Limbo is another one we could talk about, but like, there is no Charlie Murder. I can't find it anywhere. I'm very upset about it. Son of a bitch. It lives on on YouTube videos. Yeah, and in between levels, you also get these Guitar Hero themed ones where you're playing as the band. Oh, so good, so good. The music <laughs> you can find all the music on Spotify or YouTube. The music is pretty solid. Pretty fun yeah. little punk music. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, my final game is probably the best horror video game of all time, and one of Miles' favorites too. That is Resident Evil 4. It's just fantastic. It's getting remade too. Now that Again. I, I, I bought, I just bought it on the Switch not too long ago, and now it's being remastered. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those. It saved the franchise. Nobody gave a shit about Resident Evil after three. Resident Evil four came out, and fucking everybody was like, "Oh shit, this is the game. Like, this is the best game that's ever been made." And they remade it. I don't know, thirty times since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was. It came out on GameCube, and it tried to be big, but then it really exploded once it got ported over the PS2, and then when it got on the newer consoles. It was it was just so much better. Like they finally got the controls right to where they weren't super janky and you could actually aim your gun, not just up or down. Right. 
you could uh, doors were a thing of the past. You could just literally kick them open. You didn't have to sit there and wait for a load screen to open a door. Yeah, it's so good. Like I recently just played this game from beginning to end, believe it or not, and uh, it's it the action is good. The story is not bad. It does this thing that all anime does, which I hate, which is just like the cheesy dialogue, like, Ah, Mr. Kennedy, it is so nice to see you in my castle. I am going to kill everybody you know. What are you going to do about it? And Leon's just like, I've come to kill you, and I'm prepared (laughs) to do it right now. And it's like, what's the point of this cutscene? I am an American man. (laughs) I am an American man. Do you see my bangs? Like, come on. I don't get the point of scenes like that. Mr. Kennedy, let's talk on the phone. Why like, is that guy so little, too? He's like yeah, a there's child. There's no reason. He's like, <laughs> I know I look like I'm 20, but I'm 85 years old. They never explain it. There's no reason. None. Yeah. He's dressed like Napoleon. There is always a lot of weird shit in, in Resident Evil games that makes no sense. Like, you fight that giant fish. <laughs> I love the fish fight. That game is. I love it, so but good. it doesn't make any sense. Why is there a giant fish? <laughs> there's actually two giant fish. Is there? Yes, there's actually two. If like you get the if you proceed forward and then you like come back through the game again, there's two fish because you kill the one fish. But then if you like walk into the water and you fuck around for a little bit, another like the one is a salamander, the other one's a fish. You kill the salamander in the storyline, but then there's also a fish that'll fuck you up if you throw shit into the water. I don't think there's a way to kill that one. It's just like a reminder, like, hey, don't fuck around. Every Resident Evil game has something like that. There's a giant alligator. There's a giant snake. There's always a giant animal for no reason. (laughs) How many Resident Evil games have you played? Um, probably six. I'm not. A, I'm not much of a fan of the spin-offs. I don't do the Code Veronicas and the Resident Evil Zero and all this shit. Right. Time for that. But I played one, two, and three when they came out, and then I played four. All the main ones, five, six. Five's really good too. Five is good. I like five. Six is the best of the like other other than four. Four doesn't count. Of all the Resident Evil games, six is my favorite. Other than four, four doesn't count. Oh really? I tried mm-hmm. to play six. I didn't get it super into it. But it's I had a lot games. of games at that time. Yeah, it's it's one of those games where you need a friend to play with you, but you get the same amount of ammo if you play by yourself or if you play with a friend. So it's just oh, like <laughs> that's what I hate about those games is like the conservation of everything is so upsetting. Like you will come to a point where you're out of ammo and everything in every one of those games. You just have to kick zombies. It's so annoying. Unless you stop by and visit my favorite character, the man who always looks like he's flashing his penis at people. What are you buying? Yeah. Oh, what are you selling? Ah, stranger. I'll buy it at a high price. None of the bad guys find this guy suspicious whatsoever. He's got a goddamn bazooka in his jacket. (laughs) He's always got a bazooka. If you look at him, his eyes are like he's been already infected. So, like, his days are numbered, but he just travels alongside of you, doesn't fucking help at all, and acquires shit out of nowhere for no reason. He's the best character in the game. (laughs) He's one of the best characters in general. He's just so (laughs) welcome, and he (laughs) flashes his dick at you. (laughs) 
If you stand at the right angle, it always looks like he's just flashing you. <laughs> that and for about 20 years now, I've just randomly once in a while said to myself, What are you buying? What are you selling? selling? <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun. So there's a spiritual predecessor to this game. Not predecessor. Sequel, I guess. There's a spiritual re- response to this game. It's called The Evil Within. Have you ever played that game? No, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen. I haven't played it. The Evil Within is uh, Resident Evil Four, but more. It is just a continuation of the same style of game, the same setting. Everything about it's the same, just more. Vaguely Eastern European country. <laughs> exactly. There's legit like level two of that game. You're in a village with. They're wearing the same outfits and everything. Chainsaw Baghead Man. There's a Chainsaw Baghead Man for real. Oh what? Yeah, it, and it's super fun. I How terrifying wanted... was that the first time he played Resident Evil 4? Dude, the first Holy level shit. the first level of the Evil Within, you have to like hide and strategically like move silently around Chainsaw Baghead Man. Like he like kicks in lockers and shit looking for you. It's so intense. The whole game is so intense. And uh yeah, Resident Evil 4 is just old enough to n- lack that level of like fear. There's no fear in that game. It's just intensity as far as, like, surviving. Not anymore, but there used to be. Yeah. When one I of, first played that, that shit was terrifying. <laughs> that, it definitely has one of the best games in video, or openings in video game history where they're, like, you fight through this whole village and you execute everybody, and it's just a factor of survive as long as you can, and then once you've survived, it goes, Resident Evil 4. Like, it's so much opening to this game before it is, you're <laughs> in it, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. It's fantastic. Some people are like, I thought I beat the whole game, and then it turned out to just be the intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, they have, like, bugs in that game. Do you remember all the bugs and shit? No. What do you mean? I mean, okay, so, like, a lot of the bad guys are these invisible bugs. You hear them coming towards you, and it's always in sewers, so you can see all their steps and stuff. So you have to, like, get your shotgun out and fucking blow them away and stuff. And then, like, yeah. yeah, then they turn into commando zombies, and then they turn into these weird shambling ones that shoot spikes out of their bodies. They call them the uh, Iron Maidens and stuff. Like, we literally could just have called this one the Resident Evil 4 podcast because we could just go <laughs> on and on about this one. It's true. This one got goddamn Wolverine claws. Yeah, for real. Ugh, <laughs> so good. Do you want me just to keep rattling off games? Because I definitely can. Like, The Darkness 2? You ever play that one? Go for it. No, I I I have I watched a friend play it, but I never I never sat down and played it. I started playing this game in front of my ex, and she based came in the house. Based on a comic book. It's based on a comic book. Uh, Garth Ennis. So anyone who likes comic books should know he don't fuck around with the gore <laughs> and the high concept just evisceration of humans. So my ex came in from wherever she was in the evening and she sat down and she was like, Ooh, who is that pretty lady? Are you going to go have sex with her? And I was like, something like that. And the elevator door opened and these two demon arms came out and I grabbed somebody and I ripped their heart out. And then I swung down and I chopped some dude in half hot, hot dog style. And you're just ripping people apart. And she was horrified because that's what this game is. It's like a mafia game 
first-person shooter where you also have demon arms that just rip people into pieces and eat their hearts and stuff. This game is so fucking good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I remember it and remember being like, man, this is fucking brutal. <laughs> it's so brutal. First one is less fun because the controls blow, but the second one, to this day, I just played it, like, I don't know, a year ago from beginning to end. The controls are equally as smooth as, like, the new Call of Duty games. Like, the, they really mastered in the Xbox 360 the mechanics that are still used to this day. And that game is so good. There's no reason to have grenades if you have demon arms. So all the grenade buttons are demon arms. <laughs> but otherwise, it's Call of Duty. And it's so goddamn good. If you haven't played The Darkness 2, I cannot recommend it enough. It's one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'd be down to give it a try. I always want to go back and try games that I've never never got to play. Yeah, that's one of them for sure. Uh, it's it's so goddamn good. How about Dying Light? You ever played that one? No. Again, that's another one where I, wa- I think I watched my brother play it, but I never played it. Another game. That's one of the best games I've ever played. That yeah. one's a zombie apocalypse game, except it's like in a small section of a country and your whole point is to try and like get in there find a cure and get out and uh it's you have like melee weapons mostly there are guns but you mostly will kill with melee weapons so that they don't all come like fucking rushing at you and shit and uh like some people control all the supplies and stuff they recently came out with a sequel for it i am playing it but i haven't gotten through it but it's just like it's like far cry but zombies you ever play any of the far cry games yeah i love those games yeah i played the I played the one where there's a cult in like minnesota or whatever ah five the american dream one there yeah everyone's got mullets and fucking four-wheelers and shit i love that game you couldn't get into it though could you no i couldn't i didn't like the controls yeah if uh Dying Light has basically the same controls. Like, you're doing parkour across the roofs and stuff just to, like, (laughs) make it through. And uh, that's that's how you, like, legitimately, it's all about, like, figuring out what you can grab and what you can't. And just moving through while also having this crazy arsenal of weapons that you upgrade. It's like a spiritual sequel to Dead Island. You ever play Dead Island? Uh, no. I've never played it, but I do know it. It's the same fucking game, except there's no parkour in that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that that game I cannot recommend highly enough. It came out in 2015. I played it in 2021, and I was so happy with it by the end. I couldn't believe how solid it was even fucking six, five years later, six years later. So good. You got Check anything out, else people. for me? Yeah. Um. No, I don't think I have anything else. I think I used all of mine. Okay. Well, I won't keep going then. I just have like a thousand horror games that I've played, and they're all so good. Maybe not all, but most of them are so good. Check out the games that we've recommended, because if you're a gamer and you haven't played any of these, they're all good. Everything we've talked about is good. We haven't talked about yeah. any stinkers. No. No, we're not here to talk about bad games. We're here to talk about good games. And I'm sure that when I'll do Chris an honorable comes on mention, next... there's a there's a Friday the Thirteenth puzzle game. 
that is really fun that you uh it's cartoonish but you still kill can you kill camp counselors and stuff it's really funny what is this on the phone or something you can get it on your phone it's also on the switch huh. i don't know if it's on the other consoles or not but like it's one of those where like you you get a certain amount of moves so you had to have figure out how to get to the the person to kill them before you're out of moves it's really fun there's like was obstacles it, and stuff was it like a, a match four game or something like that yeah you're like you're like sliding from like location to location huh and there'll be like three people so you have to figure out how to get kill all three people and the last ones it's always like a cinematic cutscene, and they're always like funny mm-hmm. but there and there's like you can do a bloody mode or a non-bloody mode so, well, who would pick non-bloody? Yeah, I don't know who would, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> and you get you can unlock all these different skins, and there's tons of levels and stuff. And uh, Mommy's decapitated head is like your help guide. So like if you fuck <laughs> up too much, it'll, it'll pop up. Her decapitated head will pop up and be like, oh, do you need help? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's great shit. And it's free to play on your phone, so why not check it out? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tammy from Four Nerds by Nerds played one that I also enjoy called the Limbo. You ever play Limbo? I've never played Limbo. No. Every time but she I've died. Heard good things. Every time she died, she she glued a googly eye to her face. Yeah. And <laughs> that's a lot of googly eyes, because it's just like a side scroller that's in black and white where you're in Limbo trying to work your way out of it, and it's just a puzzle game. There's no real combat aspects to it at all. That game is so good. It was the second game I bought for my Xbox 360 back in the day. And I've played it like a hundred times. It's such a good game. And there's been a lot of like attempts to recreate it. Same company made this game called Inside. You ever play that one? No. Inside is like you don't really know what your character's up to. You're just side-scrolling. And it turns out that they're taking people and making the people into these like they're harvesting them for their like DNA and shit and they make these like big monsters out of them and then you come in and fuck up their plans and you get like sucked into all these other people and you turn into this like amoeba that rolls through their like factory and shit just destroying everything the game is so much fucking fun it's not even (laughs) funny that sounds fun yeah, there's like like I said, I just have so many. I'm sure that when Chris wants to, when Chris hears that we've done this, he's going to be very upset. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely do a part two if you want to uh, send us your recommendations of good horror games that we could talk about. Uh, hit us up on our social medias, which are H on H Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. And uh, yeah, let us know. Let us know what we missed. Let us know what we should talk about. And uh, if you like this, we'll definitely do a part two. You can also get some of our sweet merchandise on our Threadless store, which is hnhpod.threadless.com. We got a whole bunch of different logos and designs. You can get it on pretty much everything. So go check that out. Um, other than that, uh, next week kicks off summer camp month. Whoop whoop! Kicking it off strong with uh, Sleepaway Camp. We got a bunch of other good ones in there for you. So every every Wednesday for the month of July, you'll get a new summer camp movie. And we're we're very excited. It's been a uh, been real fun to do. Beyond excited. Like this is gonna be so this is gonna be so dope. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> but uh yeah, come back next week and check out Sleepaway Camp. Uh but until then, remember, life is tough, so why not get 
Bye.